Welcome to Emotional Eating with Marilyn, a podcast where you will learn to recognize your emotional eating behavior, overcome this behavior, and all things in between. If it's your first time here at EEM, then welcome. My name is Marilyn Rafi. I am a pharmacist and I have a PhD in genetics, and I upload an episode every Friday morning. And if you're an avid listener, then I really want to thank you because your engagement is really helping us to become one of the top listened podcasts on emotional eating. But in order to further spread the love and really break the taboo on emotional eating, we need to do more. So I would really appreciate it if you could either subscribe, leave a review, or share the podcast with a friend. Now, on to today's episode. I eat when I'm not good enough. Let's talk about this today. This is an advert for better help. So if you're listening to this podcast and thinking there are things I need to unlock in order to overcome emotional eating, then better help is for you. BetterHelp, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, is an online platform that connects you to a suited therapist. You answer a few questions about yourself and the angle you want to focus on, and they will match you with a therapist. You can switch if you want to, completely free of charge, if your first match is not a good fit. And I personally know that starting therapy can be overwhelming. I was so scared and ashamed in my first few months. But then when I realized how it changed my life, I wanted everyone to benefit from this magic too. So with better help, there is less friction to start therapy. I will put the link in the show notes with all the details. Basically, it's betterhelp.com slash EEM. And by using this link, you help support my podcast and you get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. And I truly believe that therapy will help you understand the layers of your emotional eating. And as I say, it all starts with awareness, awareness and awareness. So for 10% off your first month, you just need to click on the link in the show notes or visit betterhelp.com slash EEM. Thank you again, BetterHelp, for supporting this channel. After a meeting at work, I feel I said something stupid. People did not react the way I wanted to. Therefore, I'm not good enough and I eat. In social settings, everyone looks so confident. Everyone's so sure of themselves. Not me. I'm not good enough. Therefore, I'm going to eat to feel better. I got rejected by a friend, by a boyfriend, by a girlfriend. I got this message that's really heartbreaking. Or even worse, I got ghosted by someone. Therefore, I'm going to eat to feel better. In family settings, when I go back home, when I see my parents, when I see my aunts, when I see my cousin... I always get those comments that I used to have when I was little. They make me feel like shit. They make me feel like I'm not good enough for them. Therefore, I eat to feel better. I eat to feel better because the feeling inside of me is so unbearable. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to think of it. I just want to numb it. I know food will make me feel better. And in a way, I don't even know what I'm doing when I'm eating. I'm not even myself. I'm possessed by someone else. Someone that automatically goes to the food, to the fridge, to the cupboard, grabs the biscuits, the preferred biscuits, grabs the leftovers, grab this thing that I said, it's forbidden, I shouldn't be eating it, but then I eat it. 
what's worse is that afterwards I don't even feel better. I actually feel worse. I feel I hate myself that I ate. I feel I'm so weak. I feel I have now even a bigger problem. I still feel not good enough. And actually, I still feel not good enough. And I, f I hate myself that I ate. And the cycle goes on. If what I said resonated with you, then keep on listening. There's a lot of tools out there. You're not alone and it's not a hopeless case. Yes, you're definitely not alone. A lot of people actually feel the same. A lot of people feel not good enough. Whether you grew up in a society that's a bit narcissistic or that you now kind of are in the trap of social media where no one is good enough. No one is real, actually. But if we think of the real origin of this, the real reason is probably rooted in childhood. I'm going to give you different scenarios and you maybe you will identify with one of them. Whether you lived in a family where there was this golden child, the oldest one or the youngest one, the preferred one, the one that everyone was proud of, the one that all got all the brownie points. Or maybe you lived with parents that were very self-centered or parents that were very demanding, they wanted perfection. Everything that you did was not was not good enough for them. Maybe you lived with parents that were very chaotic. So not only you did feel good enough, but you also felt that your family was not good enough. You had a weird family. You had this family that you had to hide. Or maybe you were not what your parents wanted you to be. Maybe you had a lot of qualities, but actually your parents were interested in something else. Maybe you were smart, you were funny, but people wanted you to be thin. Maybe you also lived on top of your family. You also lived in a society that was very narcissistic, a society that was interested in material, in looks, in appearances, in a society that was very judgy, no matter what you did, no matter how you, how you looked, no matter how you dressed, you were not good enough for them. And by hearing that, you might feel a lot of resentment for your parents. You might feel they really blew it over. It's their fault. But remember and think and analyze, they were probably feeling not good enough. They were probably suffering too. You know, when they say hurt people, hurt people. And probably their parents as well. What we forget is that we are a, a sum or a um, conclusion of many, many, many generations before us. So our problem does not uh, start with us. It starts with many generations before us. And we can make the choice. We can make the choice. Am I going to stop this problem for the next generations to come am i gonna come and cut the cord if you want so that the next generations are better ones am i going to give the good example whether i have kids or not but for everyone around me or am i going to keep the way it is and stay in my misery and I know that you guys that are listening to this podcast, doing a lot of work on yourself, a lot of self-introspection, uh, really want to change your life, want to change the course of your life and the course of the life of people around you. So let's discuss what we can do to really cut the cord, to change things and to feel good enough once and for all. Yes, once and for all, but also it's a journey. You're not going to feel good enough from one day to the other because, you know, you've a practice not feeling good enough 
for years and years and years. So be gentle with yourself. If you don't get the results that you want in two seconds, it's fine. You will see small steps, milestones. It's all about milestones. And I assure you, you will get there. And why do I say this? I know it might sound not as exciting and as, uh, you know, marketing as other uh, things where you see online, you have this one solution and you're fixed once and for all, this one book that's going to change your life, this one workbook that's going to make you feel the best, this one meditation exercise or whatever. Because what I've noticed is that working on self-development is a milestone kind of uh, journey Every milestone is so beautiful, so empowering, so great, and will push you to continue and to do the next step. So you don't feel good enough, therefore you eat. If you've been listening to my podcast, you already know that when we feel bad, when our level of happiness or well-being or whatever drops, we eat to soothe our emotions, to put because food will release good chemical, not good like. Um, uh, chemicals that make us feel good in the brain serotonin dopamine we eat because we forget we don't want to think of it our mouth is busy chewing uh, our brain is busy doing something so we eat to feel better so this is why you do eat emotionally so really working on the root cause is really understanding why don't you feel good enough instead of just going on another diet or forcing yourself not to eat or whatever because you know it's not going to work so you don't feel good enough. Okay, let's break down the problem into different parts. One, who am I not good enough for? Who am I not good enough for? Is it my parents? Is it my siblings? Is it my partner? Is it my manager who's in my mind probably the parent figure in my life? Who is it? Why do I need to be good enough for them? Why do I need to be good enough for them? Is it because the, uh, being good enough means that they will love me, they will give me attention, and therefore I will survive? Probably not. This was probably the reason why in your childhood you had to be good enough. When we're kids, we have to be good enough for our parents because if we're not good enough for them, they're not going to give, I mean, especially if we have people that are narcissistic and only give us conditional love. They won't give us the attention, they won't take care of us, etc. But we grow up as adults, we're fully capable of taking care of ourselves. We don't need those sorry effing people in our life that make us feel less than. But still, our brain is kind of um, conditioned to feel that, oh, I have to be good enough for them. I have to be good enough. Why do you need that? Why do you need that? Ask yourself, for, is it for survival or is it for something else? Or just because something that you've practiced on and on and on. So it would be interesting for you to understand why. And also, as I mentioned, the, the conditional love, there are two types of love, the conditional and the unconditional love. The conditional love is most probably the one you received in your childhood if you feel you're not good enough. Because basically, it's our parents loved or our caregivers loved us conditionally. If we have good grades, we're going to give uh, uh, receive all the attention. If we are thin the way they wanted us to be, we're going to receive all the compliments. Uh, if whatever X, Y, Z, you name it for you, then this is when you're going to receive the attention. And the way you, we translate attention as kids is love. Whereas if we live in unconditional love and 
important for you to know that most of us did not receive unconditional love. Don't think that you're different. Most of us did not receive unconditional love. It's basically apparent that even if you cry, even if you shout, whatever you do, even if you disappoint them, they will still love you. They will come. They will, uh, you know, hold your hand, etc. I'm glad that we live in a society where there's a lot of awareness on mental health, etc. Because we are starting to understand what conditional versus unconditional love is. And we're trying to change the course of um, parenting and changing things with, with kids and the future generation. And if you dig deep inside of you, do a bit of introspection, a bit of self-awareness, you know, we always talk about self-awareness. What does it mean? Ask yourself, what does my inner voice say? You know the voice inside your head. You might, basically, if you listen to my episodes, you might be very advanced in your like uh, psychological self-awareness journey or you might start be starting it. So for those that don't really know what inner voice is, it's the words that you repeat to yourself. We often think it's... Um, it's us talking to ourselves, but it's actually everything that we've heard in our life from parents, society, etc., that we kind of repeat and repeat and repeat. And you can change this voice. It, it's not the truth. What you hear inside of you saying you're a piece of shit, it's not true. I'm telling you, it's not true. You're not a piece of shit. And it might sound oh so, so cliche, you know, like you hear online and social media saying people that don't even know you, they say, I love you, you're so good, uh, like you deserve the best. And, you're like, and you might feel that, okay, Marilyn doesn't even know me and she tells me she's not a piece of shit. Why do I say that? First, uh, if you think of basic human rights, no one is a piece of shit. Second, if you're listening to this and working on yourself and really wanted to change the course of your life of people around you, that it means that just by itself, you're really someone who is great, you know, in, in, yeah, it's great, basically. So going back to this inner voice, I always digress, but I, I always feel that those parentheses and all those uh, small, uh, like, side chats are important because I don't think you will find them elsewhere online. So basically, what uh, does your inner voice say? And what uh, basically kind of break down the not being good enough. What am I not being, uh, what section of me is not good enough? Is it the looks? Is it the, the, the that I don't like? Is it um, the, I don't know, my public speaking? Is it my self-confidence? What is it? Because I bet you, you can find a lot of things that you, that are great about yourself only and only if you allow yourself to have this self-love and yeah, self-worthiness but sometimes we don't allow it. So I would recommend have a list of things that you love about yourself. If if it's hard to start uh, listing things that you love about yourself, list things about uh, someone else that you really respect, you know, not this person that makes you feel shit, someone that you respect that loves you kind of unconditionally, what do they love about you? Yes, what do they love about you? Those people that love you unconditionally because there is this big question. Are you looking to be good enough for the people that will never give it to you? Are you trying to get the impossible? There are some people that um, are kind of incapable of loving others unconditionally, of feeling that others are good enough. Not because 
they're bad people. But because they haven't received love, they don't love themselves, they have their own problems and own shit. So don't try to get the approval of someone you've never, uh, you know, that never gave it to you. Let's say you're listening to this and you're 50 years old. If you didn't get the love or the attention or the approval of your father for 50 years, it's not now that you will get it. So kind of having this grief, it's really painful to accept it. It's really sad. It's like a grief. It's a big loss. But the moment you let go of this, everything will feel better. It's again a journey. It's a practice and you will get there. The self-awareness already is important. So I will ask yourself, I will ask you, I mean, who are you trying to get the love from? Someone who's not going to give it to you. You know that deep down, they're too harsh on themselves. They're too harsh on you. They will not give it to you. I'm leaving you a few seconds. And by knowing that, already you're starting to unlock things in your mind, in your body. Even though you're not noticing it, you're going to notice it in a few weeks or a few days uh, with different behaviors in, inside of you. So by knowing that there is a bias inside of your mind of feeling not good enough, maybe you're gene generalizing one behavior uh, for your whole uh, self and saying my whole self is not good enough because I've done one thing that's bad. Maybe you're looking for uh, approval of someone that's not going to give it to you. Maybe you're repeating the voice of your parents inside of you. So by knowing this, and slowly, slowly, you're going to start feeling better um, and you won't have the urge to go and eat the food. It's going to start, as I said, milestones. So next time you feel you're not good enough, just try to understand uh, what is it. And actually, will food make me feel better if I don't feel good enough? No. What can make me feel good enough? Can I go for a walk? Uh, can Just to release this emotion inside of you. Accept this emotion and let it release. Don't shove it with food so that you numb this emotion and you hide it because it's going to come back. And here there is a lot of inner child work. Again, if you've done some therapy, you might know what I'm talking about. Basically, inner child work is really reconne reconnecting with your younger selves, whatever the age. So now if I ask you, uh, you don't feel good enough, and I ask you to think of you at a younger age, you might probably see yourself at 7, 8, whatever, 10 years old in an environment where probably one of your parents or a key uh, caregiver is telling you something mean to you. So it's basically you're kind of re-triggering or reawakening those wounds from your childhood. And and if you bring your current self, uh, your let's say you're 50 years old, your 50 years old self, talking to this inner child, to this uh, version of yourself, let's say that's eight years old, and you give them love, and you tell them that they're good enough, you love them unconditionally, etc., then they will really, uh, like, you will st really start to, to heal in that way. Inner child work is a big, uh, it's a big uh, tool, if you want, in therapy. If you want a specific episode on that, I think I have one. I'm not sure, you know, because I have more than 70 episodes. So sometimes I, you know, I get, uh, I lose track of what I put online. But if you want one, just send me a message whether a review on if you're on Apple podcast if you are on iTunes sorry if you're on Spotify you can leave a comment and you can always email me at marilynraffi.com there's my website and you can send me a message so this was for the inner child work 
a lot also as i say of awareness of our thoughts what are we thinking now and can we kind of control them control the thoughts it's not that you want to be in denial no you're not in denial but you know it's like are you going to uh, allow the the thoughts to increase increase inside of your head like a fire if there's a small fire and you notice it are you going to let it go are you are you going to bring water and kind of turn it off so same for our thoughts if you have really detrimental thoughts can you stop them can you think of your breath count to 10 uh, a change mindset just not to allow them the most difficult uh, part i feel is that many of us were not aware of our thoughts we have this inner voice inner yeah discussion and we're not even aware so just getting the aware for that and then finally, another thing that you can do is to really correct your limiting beliefs. I've talked about uh, limiting beliefs in many episodes. Basically, there are beliefs about ourselves and our world that are not true and that limit us. So for you, it could be, I'm too fat. Uh, if I'm too fat, I'm not uh, lovable. Uh, I don't deserve a love because... Uh, I don't speak well uh, in front of many people. You know those things. So you can list 7 to 10 limiting beliefs about why you feel you're not good enough and you don't deserve love and then challenge them and realize, no, it's wrong. So that was it for today. I'm not good enough, therefore I eat. So we have to, if you look at this, this problem, I'm not good enough, therefore I eat. We break down the problem. We realize that we're eating to soothe an emotion. We're realizing that eating will not soothe an emotion. It will increase it. It will bring more shame and guilt, etc. So how can I uh, soothe this emotion or work with this emotion? Whatever it is for you, if, as I mentioned, inner child work, uh, journaling, working on limiting beliefs, going for a walk, going, doing, doing a bit of breath work, you name it, whatever suits you. I eat, therefore, sorry, I don't feel good enough, therefore I eat, but really working on the root cause of this, which is I, f I don't feel good enough. And then working, why do I don't, why don't I feel good enough? Uh, I feel uh, not good enough for who, which part of it, and how can I challenge that? I hope you found today's episode useful. If you did, I would love it if you can subscribe or leave a review or comment. And other than that, I will see you next week, Friday, 5 a.m. UK time.